0: Lower your expectations. It's a hockey podcast from Lance, Coach, and Randall. Gabe Gifford Hockey is our season two sponsor. Fantastic young man. He has recorded 21-hour stick time lessons and put them online as a course. It'll take your little champion through 20 hours of competitive hockey lessons. You can get more out of stick and puck with your child. It's better, and it's a lot less expensive than a regular private coach would be. Give him a look because he's a great kid and he's helped us out a lot. Hello and welcome to the Youth Hockey Podcast, Episode Fifty. I'm sitting here with Lance Alexander. Hello, and of course Dave Ralston. Uh, greetings, and we couldn't be happier <laughs> to be coming in to your airspace today with a fresh, brand new topic that I think will blow you away. Lance, have we ever had a topic this fresh?
1: No, this is the freshest of fresh.
0: That's what I was thinking. I really was. I've been making some fresh bread recently. I've been uh, doing some fresh design work. I'm, I've been very fresh in my life. And this is, is is. I think, it could be the crowning achievement of my freshness uh, today. Uh, but as usual, we're going to start off with a Rink Rundown uh and uh i'd like to start off with the schwann center have we talked about the schwann center yet, gentlemen
2: I, I it's been mentioned but i don't think anyone's you know no, made it rink. their pick yeah where's the schwann center i it's know no the longer Swan. the
0: schwann center i don't think it is so uh, it's the one up in blaine uh, oh, okay. minnesota uh there are 800 rinks in the schwann center uh uh divided by 100 i guess there's only eight but i think they're going to be two more am i, am I wrong here raleigh are there two more under construction? I mean, you guys would know better than me. I have not been to Minnesota in a few years now, so. Oh, my God. I, I, I lived in Minnesota last year. Now, I was in California, but I took seven trips, I believe, uh, for two different <laughs> kids to Minnesota. So yeah, uh, I kept hearing uh, every time I would hear from you.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, we're having another butter Oh
0: yeah, here we are on Allegiant Airline again. Uh, yeah, they paid. They made me pay to uh, plug in. I had to pay for the uh, headphones and then to plug them in. There was a two dollar convenience charge to plug in the microphone to oh, the, wow. the So otherwise, you would just
2: they would rent them to you yes. just to have, like in you your ears, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: can't do. It's more of a noise cancellation feature until you pay up. Wow,
2: that's I
0: know. Nice. Yeah. No, like I said, uh, uh, eight rinks uh, uh, right near uh, the uh, what's the, uh, the 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 food that you were just saying, the butter burger. What's that place, Lance? You Culver's. Love Culver's. Culver's. Uh, right near Culver's. Um, as I recall, we have experienced many great victories and many sound defeats in that rink. Uh, uh but each time i felt like uh there was the largest hockey community perhaps that i ever had i will say this for them though they make you wear lanyards to get into the games uh for for some of my uh older sons and so you'd have to like pay like 20 dollars for the weekend or 40 dollars for the weekend yeah uh, uh to get into and that was the first time i've ever actually paid to get into a a, a hockey
1: venue uh that wasn't you know can i family. give a little dig there Yeah, yeah, please. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because uh, we, I mean, we played there several times. And like you said, gosh, it must have been Pee Wee's. And um, like you you had said, Randy, they would advised that we buy the uh, um, the, the passes up front. It was going to be cheaper and uh, first place I've ever had to pay. And I remember them telling us, you really got to get these passes because – you know, this is a marquee event and it's going to be overrun with people and you don't want to be sold out because when we sell that, when we sell our last ticket, we sell our last ticket. And I'm like, holy moly, this is going to be incredible. Meanwhile, show up for our, our games, at least uh, if you take away the five or six parents who made the trip out to Minnesota, uh, there were exactly nobody in our stands.
0: <laughs> well, and also, if you go, go to rink seven or eight, they never check the lanyard, folks. If you have, if you're way down on the list, they never second, uh, little uh, nugget of information. Uh, if you look at all old, like Lance uh, 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 coach Ralston uh, and I do get the senior pass. It's $15 cheaper. Wow. Now that, that is a, uh, that's a great tip.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't no. know there was such a thing. Oh yeah. If you're no. young, maybe like in your thirties, get oh, one of those beards. That yes. you know,
0: get one of the old man outfits or it cost you five
2: bucks and you're going to save uh, 20 <laughs> you bucks know right there? that there was somebody in our
0: group that asked me to go buy. They were a young person. Right. <laughs> and they were, they were like, Hey, will you go buy me one of the senior passes? I'm like, ah, oh, sure. Sure. Young man. I won't go. Like, you know? So I, I must admit, I did. Uh, I, I was, I was a little bit in on uh, on, on the uh, tomfoolery uh, at the Schwann rink. Uh, what What about you, gentlemen? Would you like to uh, talk about one of the rinks you've been to? Sure, I'll throw one
1: out there. And I, I wonder if if Dave, you've probably, uh, you guys have probably been there. The, I think they call it the UPMC Penguins rink, uh, right, Pittsburgh. Oh, mm-hmm. you're taking his backyard
0: away from him. Uh, 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 that's what uh,
2: that's what University of P- uh, Pittsburgh Medical Center. Is what it stands for, I believe. Oh, is that
1: what it is? But this beautiful rink, and the Penguins, the Pittsburgh Penguins practice out of there. So it's it's top notch, you know.
2: Yeah, right. multi rink. Uh, comp- what's there? Three rinks there. Got it. Got two of them are like uh, kind of arena rinks. Arena type seating, so right? Can, beautiful. A good number of people in there. Yep. And and the uh, home of the uh, what are they the Pens Elite, Pittsburgh Pens Elite. Right, right.
0: Quite it a it- quite a
2: good program there. Okay. Well, how about you, uh, Dave? What do you got for us? Oh, geez. Well, you know, why don't we bring one back to California? I just happened to be there today. Uh, the Lakewood, uh, Lake, well, what is it? Uh, no, I was there yesterday. I <laughs> was there. Yeah, the Ducks we, Lakewood uh, yep. Ice. Yeah, uh,
0: three of the finest rinks in Southern California. But please go on.
2: Yeah, and all, and and uh, maybe uh, throw, show a th- uh, <laughs> throw a shout out to. Um, let me see. I saw. I saw. I believe at least one or two games of this. Uh, up and coming um, junior team there uh last I, year. I believe the Long Beach Shredders is who yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, the home about. of the Long Beach Shredders. Oh, they're uh,
0: fine. Uh, a, a shout out to coach e- Edem. Uh one of the finest uh coaches my sons ever had.
2: Yeah, Emerson Edom.
0: uh yep. I don't know if people uh, look bar. him up. Yeah, people want to look him up. Uh the guy is uh is a good guy.
2: Uh good good kid. Uh uh good coach. Also yep. had uh Matt Nieto out uh assistant coaching another Local Californian who made it into the NHL had a had a, a good run at a career. I, I
0: think always thought he, his name was Nito. Uh, I did not know it was Nieto. I always thought he was Nito.
2: Yeah, uh, well, the, I, could, I could be wrong. I've always been no, I mean, as Nieto. You no, know, but you
0: look <laughs> on the back of it, you're like, hey, Nieto. You know, I always
2: thought that dude was Nito. <laughs> he, Nieto. He's was fa- Nito. He
0: was fast, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he was. He was a fast kid. So yeah. yeah, how old is he now? Just so, you know,
2: do you know? Um, well, he's got to be... Uh, I would say early 30s probably yeah. I, I thought it okay, was yeah. a you know played around played is of the same uh, vintage uh, as uh, Edom I, I would, wrong, guess, so. I would but, guess I would I mean so. I guess they were both were, were they not both in the Ducks organization at some point yeah Edom they was drafted
0: were. first round in the Ducks uh, so I know that I, I don't know about uh, uh, Nito yeah, uh, more, yeah, he I'm went. Right, right. Uh,
2: he's been he went around to a uh, few different teams, but I do think he he was at the Ducks. Maybe got traded. Maybe came back. Cool. Anyway, uh, it's interesting to see these guys, uh, you know, maintain their friendships and playing some local hockey uh, and coaching and whatever else they're doing. It's kind of nice that they came back to California, and or have chosen it, uh, you know.
0: Eat them did, especially. It, did it kind of remind you of three old podcasters that get together and, and enjoy each other company over the air? Did it kind of? Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you saw how good they were still on the ice, did you
2: think that's how good we are over the air? I mean, I can't say I saw them on the ice. I oh, just okay. but if were doing the camp fought, this year. But you were projecting, <laughs> if you were to predict
0: uh, you know, how well they did on the ice, would you compare it to our eloquence over over the Yeah, ice?
2: yeah. Like, well, okay, cool. I I mean this would be like if we were retired for a few years right. and we came back and just did one right. and the magic was just right there. Right back in <laughs> yeah, right
0: back in the pocket, as we call it. Right. Okay. Uh well, I I I promised you a fresh topic. We'll see if I deliver. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh uh, this week, uh, the kind of strange rivalry that ha- has happened on many of our teams between the different birth year ages and the different birth year ages parents. So like the parents of the O3s and the parents of the O4s have a little friction at the, uh, at, at the, um, at the club uh, because, and I don't know why, I always thought it was the stupidest thing. But like almost every team that you've been on, uh, and I don't know if this is true for you guys. This is a this could be very California, uh, but I remember like uh, there were like the 07 parents did not like the 09 pa- or the 08 parents because the 07s were definitely much better than the 08s. And in a way, you could say, of course they are, they're a year older. You know, it's not you know, it, but it seemed to be to me that there is an unhealthy amount of rivalry in between. Uh, sometimes the kids, but more often uh, the parents of birth year kids, even within your own organization. Uh, let me, let me throw that out there and see what you guys have. Do you have anything to back that up or do you think I'm, I've gone crazy?
1: Well, for uh, our team, like I said, we had, uh, um, it was exactly that. And I think it was both the players as well as the uh, uh, as well as the parents where there seemed to be this definitely line divided by the O2 parents from the O3 parents. And uh,
0: now, isn't that weird though, Lance? I mean, I, I mean, honestly, cause you know, the hockey is not so popular as you have all the choices, you know, you don't get to choose how many birth year players you can play with. And so really the younger players are kind of there to help you out. And yet we have this weird feeling that they are uh, you know, that if you're the older parents, you are looking down on on the younger parents a little bit. And I've felt that too, being the younger parent. I'm not just saying, uh, you know, I'm not saying that I've been immune to it. In fact, I've probably been part of the system more than I should have been. Like, oh yeah, the o, o, uh, the tens are gonna suck this year. And, you know, and you're like, well, you know, you're just no nine, you know, that you don't have to like pat yourself on the back that much. But please go ahead with your, I,
1: I liked your story when you were talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, it was interesting, but again, it was definitely um, there was definitely a difference of opinion early on where I think the O three 3 parents were convinced their players were better than the O2s and the O two 2 contingent thought that, uh, you know, it was their team. Um, they controlled it and that they were the superior players to the team. And um At the end of the day, I told Randy about the fact that, you know, ultimately in the end, both sides near the season's conclusion came to the realization that they needed each other and understood that if they wanted, you know, a decision had to be made, you know, am I going to be selfish and only concerned about me and my playing time and my successes or am I going to put the team ahead of myself And, and, and everyone worked together and thankfully they came to the right, the right conclusion that everyone needed everyone and everyone had to contribute. And once they made that decision, you know, the team's success rate went, uh, went super high. And I think we were not expected to, but the team made it to nationals, uh, just based on the fact that. The older guys had to contribute, the younger guys had to contribute, and everyone had to work together.
0: Lorenz is going to be mad at you because you again said your kid went to nationals. You know Lorenz (laughs) is sitting in Switzerland right now like, oh, yes, of course he has to mention that. You know, I don't have a great Lorenz yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But you know he is sitting there seething at you right now, Lance.
1: He's probably got like a glass of wine in one hand, a cigar in the other I don't know if they're going to be in
0: nicotine there. I, I think they're too healthy. I think he has a, a glass of wine and perhaps some uh, a, a pot of fondue bubbling in front of him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 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 just so you know, Lorenz, you're going to have to DM the club and let us know uh, what exactly you're doing when you heard this. Yeah, um,
2: if, if there is tobacco, I would... See, I, I have no idea, but I would guess a pipe, maybe, mm.
1: Oh, maybe. oh that's like,
2: much kind better. of like a uh, war yes. beaver
1: absolutely yes. with a smoking
0: a jacket yes right. a, a kind of velour kind of thing i believe he could set himself up there and 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 actually be you know quite a kind of hockey guru for the swiss swiss the entire swiss market <laughs> a little bit of a uh, little bit of cheese yeah. uh some wine right. fruit cut oh, fruit and right.
2: chocolate of course yeah yeah
0: yeah we we really have got that that part down uh, I remember when I, um, cause Lance was just talking about, it, I was like, I remember I went up when, when, uh, you know, my oldest was in a peewee first year peewee. And I remember, uh, suggesting, uh, at one point because, uh, we had a line of kids and all three of the kids wanted to score uh and um and they weren't passing it to each other you could tell they weren't passing it to each other and um it just wasn't they weren't clicking and i remember going up to one of the parents of one of the kids on the team and his kid and my kid always played well together and i i remember suggesting i was like you know i kind of wish gabe could be on your kid's line uh so that he could set him up and he looked at me like i was the stupidest goddamn person he'd ever seen in his life like why would my kid want to be past the puck by your kid because my kid is a major year player you know it was like it was just that feeling like he's like yeah yeah sure sure that'd be great yeah yeah i'm not dropping down to the second line for your kid i'm like no you're not getting me you're not getting me tonto uh we've got a lot of people on that first line and all of them are not passing to each other your kid needs somebody to kind of help him out because otherwise he's not going to get the puck the other kids are going to take it but he did not get that at all, and I still remember to this day this look on this guy's face like, "Yeah, yeah, not drop to the second line so we can play with your your underaged, undersized kid." And I was like, "Um, no, well, okay, never mind.
1: <laughs> I think it also comes from the fact that I think there's this belief that the better your kid does, the less ice time my kid's going to get. Well, I, that was, certainly wasn't what I was suggesting. What I was suggesting is my kid
0: was really good at setting other kids up, uh, especially you know back then he was a little guy and he he just he didn't try to like keep the puck on his stick and do all the fancy stuff. He he tried to move the puck right. He was trying to get it, scramble it, and get it to somebody that was going to shoot. So I thought naively it might be good to uh, have him on a line with somebody who was a really good shooter, and that that uh, he, this kid actually went on to Shattuck. As I remember, uh, he was a very good player, um, but he wasn't doing much on the first line. And partially it was because the first line people didn't like each other very much. They all were good uh, and they did not play together. You know, they did not want to give up that puck no matter what. Um, right.
2: It was uh, I'm going to do it myself.
0: Right. Everybody was going to do it I'm themselves. i yeah, yeah. There is absolutely no way I need your assistance on this dude. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, maybe one of them should be Put on the second line, so that someone could, you know, knock themselves out trying to help them get those those goals. But that was me- met. That was met with stiff resistance. That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Do you remember Randy? My the haves versus the have-nots story. Just, oh yeah, no, you it. always
0: tell that that the mite story where like the, there were the good mites that were like the major year mites. Uh, but it, but I think it extends to the parents too. I mean, as you know, like I think uh, that our kids, their kids, notice it. <laughs> But the parents kind of live vicariously through that divide as well, and I think that's silly. Uh, that's what I was trying to bring up: is the rivalries in your own club. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's not it's not it's not damaging to the club. I don't think. You know, because it's
1: fine. People will be fine. But well, hey, that might story doesn't get any more parent rivalry than no. I know. The quote I was told. Yeah, my kid had to suffer through your kids all season long. Let yeah. me have my moment. Yeah. Well, you remember uh, there was
0: an email that went out after a year because we left a team and uh, the email went out that said, hey, all the dead weights left now. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't just our kid, by the way. There's like (laughs) five or six people that left and we still know this person. Uh, I haven't seen the person in a long time, but, you know, Uh, you'll have to tell me afterwards because I've got I've got to know now who this who the person was. Oh, I I can tell you on air. I think I I don't think she's listening.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We've gotten to that point where yeah. now it's just no, we're not, we're just we're not doxing important. people. that's <laughs> right.
0: We are just going there, baby. We don't need to. We don't need those those shackles. Uh, uh, Raleigh, uh, let me put it this way: uh, mm-hmm. this was a person on our first year. If you remember, we played against them, and I think they were on. Uh, God, what team were they on? They were on a good team, and we were on the the Valencia team. Mm-hmm. And we we went into their house, and we were up like three to two, and we lost like. 3 to 5. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you remember that.
2: Okay, I that remember was, the game, yeah. Okay. I remember the sh- it was the it was look of t- shock and yes. and fear and uh, like how can this be? And it was on that person's face,
0: in case you're wondering. It was that oh, okay. person who had written the email. <laughs> and like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, you don't win them all." And yeah. okay, of course they did in the end, but you know. Anyway, um, uh, uh, any other, uh, you know, like what you, what you consider, uh, Raleigh, did you have any of this feeling like there were any unhealthy and or oh, silly yeah. rivalries?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, please. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 uh, felt it. I've seen it. Um, in my years of coaching, I can flat out tell you, especially, especially at the younger ages, like the squirt peewee years were in particular, pretty bad for this where you get these divides you get the clicks you get uh the one group that uh had absolute disdain for the other group you know there was a younger kid that they all thought was uh immature um there'd be a lot of uh bordered on hazing you, you know more more like it's not it's not like i would ever say it went to like bullying, but it was like, you know, that, that those, you know, I can think of a couple of like younger kids, like if they said anything, the half the locker room just exploded in jeers and, you know, uh, mockery. So um, I think my, so what, so what I wanted to say about this is here's, here's my reflection on it. In my era, there, there really wasn't any birth year teams, so. I played my whole like youth experience was playing on a team where I literally had no idea whether the kids I was playing with were younger or older. Now, maybe that's just because I was not that, you know, not paying that much uh, attention, but, and and it probably was very clear, you know, maybe I should have put two and two together that, Hey, I played with Billy last year, but now I'm now Billy's not on the team. Isn't that weird? You know, it never occurred to me that maybe there was kids that were a little older. But I, I, there's, there's something to what hockey is now and the focus on birth year. Like, we, you know, everybody knows, we, we all speak with this, uh, you know, um, oh, here's a kid. Oh, what birth year? Oh, he's in 07. You know, he's 06. He's 05. He's 04. He's 03. You know, But like, that's the first like level of, of um, categorization that everybody's, get, you know, talking about. And that just didn't, it used to exist. And so I think that this is something that comes, I mean, whatever it is, it's, it's comes from the, the core of whatever USA hockey is right now. Um, because it didn't used to be that way, you know, yeah. it, it, when, when it was just, this is the way it is. And sometimes you'll be, you know, playing with these kids and the next year you might not. It was, I mean, I just was never aware of, any kind of animosity from players, any of my teammates or anything like that. It was like, Hey, I'm playing on this team this year. And uh, yeah, you know, in general, you, you tended to like most of the people that you were playing with and I haven't seen that so much. I I don't know where, where all this is, but it is interesting that it's not just the kid, you know, it's the kids and the parents and everybody's, you know, (laughs) in their own camp on this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, no, I, I gotta tell you, didn't they all didn't the bears used to always like have one kid that was younger so they could cut him? Lance? Isn't that what happened during all of your years?
1: Sorry about that. Uh
0: are you barbecuing again, Lance? Uh, by the no, way, I, anytime I you hit.
1: call anytime you
0: call Lance into the conversation, he's like, Hey, uh, what are we talking about?
1: Oh, no, <laughs> I was uh, I kept hitting the wrong mute button. So uh but yeah, well, hey, if you know. I can't say it was a habit with all the teams at the Bears but our team had two uh under uh, underaged uh, players and yes both years the player got cut. actually I take it back because the, there was a the third year we had an underage but he stuck he was a good kid I'm still really good friends with the family uh but but the first two years it was just unfortunate cuz it was like a year uh like uh, the O three final year of, of squirts, and they had a O four, and then um, I think it was first year peewees, but they had a squirt aged uh, player on the team. And what became very clear for us, though, was that the underaged kids in both years were just a little too immature for the for their for the locker room. You know, they were just uh, they weren't ready. Uh, from a maturity level to be with these kids and it- now,
0: now i've never asked you this how about the parents were the parents uh ostracized as well in this uh, in this uh i mean because i i remember the the bear's parents and i'm going to say this with the with the kindness that they deserve uh they were really nice people i mean these were the salt of the earth kind generous uh the kind of people that you want around you uh at all times uh, so I need to know, Lance. Was were the parents nice to these uh, other parents, or do you feel feel like uh, that was a problem as well? I mean, you know, the parents
1: uh, outside the rink. I mean, the parents were fine. You know, I mean, I, okay. I'm thinking of one year, I wasn't very close to the parents, but uh, I did interact with them, and you know, and they seemed to get along with everyone. Uh, the 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 other year, I interacted a lot, had dinner with the the parents but at the end of the day it just kind of unfortunately went off the rails the parents went off the rails and you know I think there was some perceived uh bias that because their child was the youngest player in the team that maybe they weren't getting the same opportunity so as time went on both sides kind of started getting in the coaches the coaches face which I don't think at any level that's appropriate, you know, and challenging the decisions that the coaches are making. And I think that kind of accelerated the, uh, the ultimate uh, resolution. I will say of the situation, you know, when you're calling the coach out and you're challenging his decision-making, you know, how many coaches want that parent around, you know? Well, yeah. Well, no no coach does, but, but I, I do want to ask though, in
2: this situation, looking back on it, was there was there a sort of intrinsic bias towards one group or the other?
1: Uh, I mean, in, in the situation that we were in uh, back in those days. No, I meant I think I think the, the the two youngest players were at that time, the two weakest players, you know, and so they kind of were getting the, the amount of time on the ice that that they were earning you know i mean they certainly weren't superstars that were carrying the team they were like i said they were kind of like you know for lack of a better analogy they were the guys just sticking right field in softball or, or catcher
2: yeah that's i i mean i think this is uh maybe a cautionary tale for people it's like when i've seen this a bunch of times where you know people are excited about being the couple of uh of younger kids on a team of all older kids and the parents get excited about that and then they come to find that oh this wasn't so great like my kid's not you know I my kid's so good that he's better than all of his peers so thus he's playing up with an older group and because you know they convinced me this is you know the best for his development and now he's not playing and uh or he's, you know, not playing that much. He's not getting the stuff that he was getting last year because he was the kid that was advanced beyond everybody. Um, and I, and I will say, I, I did have one, I had this one year of coaching where <clears throat> I got embroiled in, in something that had to do with this very thing where there was a kid and, and I will just say, I, I believe I was right then. And I, and I think I'm, you know, I think in general, this is a good rule of thumb. Um, there was a kid that was birth year and he was a little less experienced and the coaches sort of had this investment in these couple of younger kids. And I said, you got, you guys should take the, the older kid. You know, he's, he's older and he's as good as he is now. And he hasn't been playing as long as these other kids, but you know, as this season goes along, I'm, I'm just convinced this will be the better player and the, uh, the coaches um, the the main head coach, Didn't didn't agree with me. Um, We brought the kid on and then something weird stuff happened and suddenly we had too many players and it was just a turn into a complete mess. And uh, I don't think anybody ended up being happy about it. But, um, you know, I I think um, as the year went on, I mean, we we definitely had a kid that was like the smallest, youngest kid on the team. And uh, the- well, and
0: that's true. And the parents, uh, sometimes you're right. I mean, I, I say I preach the idea of like not getting on to, but parents should be realistic, you know. Like, if your kid that I guess that's part of the uh part of the uh the friction is that if your kid's young and the youngest player on the team, um, you, you're not going to get all of the you know, like the. I remember uh, a couple parents that were like this, they were like, well, why isn't my kid playing power play and and that kid is and I'd be like, well, that shouldn't be a question because you know your kids on the third line, and uh, your kids not, you know, not not ripping it up right now so Rather right. than getting upset, you're right. So I mean, there are some, and you are, probably
2: remember this. This I uh, do, I do indeed. That, that's what made about. me think about it because I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." So that, if you remember, that, that was a hard. That was a hard thing to deal with. The end of the season just drove me absolutely bonkers because the coach was. We were. We would laugh about it almost game after game. We're like, "This coach is. He is dying on this hill. He is going to prove to us yep. that he was right." And this kid belonged on the team all along. Oh, yeah. He would play (laughs) him
0: everywhere. And we'd be like, and every place he played them, they would score on him and they'd like dunk on him and they'd move him out of the way and then, you know, do whatever. And yet every time the coaches like get off, like, well, it wasn't his fault. We'd like,
2: yeah, he started putting, he put him out on like power play after power play, like the final. Oh my God. Remember that? He so wanted
0: that kid to score. Yeah.
2: And, and he he did not have a single point after, after like. Yeah, seven, eight games of this coach trying everything possible to prove, uh, to prove I never, you wrong. I never to s- prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah, coach. we de- yeah, it was. I, I feel it was definitely uh, personal. Yeah, it was and definitely I, and personal. I, and, I, and and so the kid that was the older kid that was briefly brought on the team. His he was mad. At, the, the dad was mad at me, you know, because they they dropped him off the team because he was the last person on the team. But I, I'll tell you, you know, it's so one of those things where it's just like I, I know if that kid had, if they had kept him, he would have had more points than that other kid. Maybe, maybe more than that. No, you know that. Yes, of
0: course. It was, you know, but, but again, uh, uh, I still would want to preach the idea of tolerance in your own community. Uh, uh, if you want to have a rivalry, if you want to hate somebody, guys hate the bears, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, (laughs) go, go just hate the other team. And hate is a strong word.
2: You know, I don't hate. But if you well, that, I but I mean, to come back to the point though, just you know, be very careful if you're that parent, yes. Uh, but, you know, because some of these people they, you know, it's, I don't believe it was any of their doing whatsoever that the coaches were, like, but then they, they want to hold them.
0: on like crazy, though. I mean, you, you say it isn't their doing, but then you go talk to them, like, no, no, I think this kid should definitely be on the team, and you're like, yeah, no, I know you're on the team, uh, and I think you should get extra time. And you're like, okay, no, no, we're not going to have a good conversation. You know, like, oh no, I'm getting a resume now. Okay. I have a quick game to finish up uh, this conversation. I, I don't know if it was as fresh as uh, as the topic could have been. Uh, I might've oversold it, but I'm, I'm going to try to make it up on the, uh, the new game. And this is called uh, CCM uh, Flex. Uh, and I would like, uh, I'm going to give you a number. And the first person that can tell me whose uh, Flex that is gets a point. These are all CCM sticks. I will give you the uh, the, uh, the 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 um, the curve on the stick. You tell me who 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 uh, who, who who uses it. Uh, we start with P fourteen. Does anybody know P fourteen?
1: I'm sure I'll know the name, but um. what's the
2: flex?
0: Uh, P14, uh,
2: well, it doesn't tell you what flex, obviously, it's like you know, the profile. You flex. just talk about the pattern, I yes, think pattern. P14 is Sydney Crosby, is it?
0: No, it's duchene yeah. Uh, we'll go to the next one. Oh. Uh, let's go to P28. This is one I think you should know, isn't that Sackett? Oh, a long time ago, I'll give you the point. Yes, it was Sackett, now it's McDavid. Uh, P29, Lance is ahead.
1: P29. I've never heard of P29. Uh, P29
2: is a whole bunch of people. I Blank, not...
0: Stills, and Young used to uh, be a great uh, uh, rock group. Oh, you,
2: oh, 29, right, Crosby. Crosby. 29.
0: Okay, glad. Uh, there we go. We'll, uh, one yeah, to one. One to one.
2: one everybody uses. Uh, yeah, P30. Like nobody. I've never heard of uh, <laughs> okay.
0: it. Uh, is the one that did that. Zach Parise. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll go P40. Emerson yeah, Edom. Uh, he uh, he has been very, his arms are very tired from lifting the Stanley Cup trophy. Oh, M- McKinnon. McKinnon, I'll go with you. Uh, and uh, the last one, P88. Uh, Ovechkin. Ovechkin, <laughs> I am sad. Lance, you have killed it on this one. Lance is, the, Lance is the winner of the impromptu CCM. Tell me who actually uses this pattern uh, stick, uh, and I, you came out of nowhere with that, Lance. And I'm really, I'm really, uh, proud of you.
2: Wow, yeah. So I, guys, I, there I was no gift
0: flex. That yeah. I, that was another way of saying that Raleigh really failed. I, I think that,
2: uh, <laughs> that's another way of saying it was really Raleigh's fault. It wasn't until the end when, when you yelled out Ovechkin and I was like, oh, he means the people that have the, the brand on the pattern.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So, so the, the, really what I did is I did, a, I, I did not uh, prep coach well enough. Next time, next time, coach, you're going to be all over this. I can feel it. Uh, probably
2: not. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I and, blown it no
0: Well, thank what. you all for listening to the youth hockey podcast. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, we've gotten some fan mail recently, gentlemen, uh, Lance will tell, talk to you about mm. it in the next podcast. Uh, I, uh, we got a peewee parent in California. that was very kind to us. Uh, thank you for uh, writing into the show. We really appreciate it. We'll always get back to you. That's a uh, youth hockey podcast at gmail.com youth hockey at gmail.com. And don't forget sharpen your skates sharpen your mind and you'll be the best one at the rink am i right guys that is right okay thanks a lot guys and we will talk to you soon
1: remember to visit gabe gifford hockey the link is in the description and the web page below